0: This podcast will absolutely contain explicit language, so suck it up, Buttercup, and get ready for the Tuesday aftermath.
1: Hey, bud. How was your non-football weekend? Uh, you know what? It, it was tough, man. So t- to get through it, I just went and um, uh, tried to gamble my life savings away oh. on a mid-season NBA basketball. Is that yeah. what the Bentley's about in the driveway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, had a good, I had a pretty good weekend, but uh, 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 a, probably a couple more bets on the Pro Bowl than I really needed to, but... Uh, uh, all in all, actually, it was, good, it was a pretty good trip.
2: Well, it's, it's Tuesday in January. Yes. About to hit Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, it's getting close. And we're, we have an aftermath, <laughs> and then we'll have a after-aftermath. An
1: after-aftermath, yeah. Well, let's break I, some hearts. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the greatest show in sport.
2: Super Sunday, what a day, unbelievable.
3: If you can't get ready to play this game, you will take a hike.
1: Go out there and play this ball game like I know you can play it. Winning isn't everything, but it's the only thing. In our business,
4: there is no second place. Jets are the world champions. Running play coming to Garrett on a
1: trap touchdown. A 32-yard field goal by Jimmy O'Brien. The Dolphins have completed the greatest season in NFL history. Miami Dolphins have won the Super Bowl for the second time running. Bradshaw fires into the end zone, touchdown! The 49ers are turning Super Bowl 19 into a rout. William
2: Perry has scored on a one-yard touchdown right in the Super Bowl! Sam's final throw does touchdown! We're going go to go Disneyland! We are seeing a virtuoso
3: performance.
2: This is one of the greatest offenses modern Day football's
0: ever seen.
4: Smith tackled, the breaks away, touchdown! Back-to-back! To back. The San Francisco 49ers are the first team to win five Super Bowl championships.
3: And
2: at the six-yard line. You get one more, you get one for mail. Desmond Howard, 99 yards.
0: Now we hit
3: first down. Oh. Oh.
0: You want to tell me the 37-year-old man didn't want to win this game? Kevin Dyson,
4: balls at the one. Time runs off. That's it. One stop. One stop. Ready fires to the right. Touchdown. Back to back. Three
1: out of four. The Giants have finished off the Patriots for the second time. One play. One play.
3: Incomplete. Ray Lewis of the defense deliver. Ball is getting that in pickup. up. Holy Captain. Touchdown. Seahawk. Well
2: this is it, man. Uh but we do have one more. We gotta talk about Super Bowl oh, after Super Bowl. Oh yeah,
1: we got another show left. We only got a game left. We got, ah, we got one game left. It's so painful. This is crazy. I'm in. I'm on withdrawal. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Like I'm in like pre-pre withdrawal.
2: It's like when you're in your last two pills of oxycontin. Like you know, like <laughs>
1: this Allegiant. is going. This gonna be good for a little bit, and then it's all over. But I. Uh, um well, here's what here's what won't get you through the withdrawal. Uh, don't try watching the Pro Bowl. Really? Yeah, because uh, I didn't watch it, any of it. Yeah. Well, you watched the exact right amount. <laughs> so, so I did actually put you know a couple bets on it. Whatever, you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous to bet on something. It's. Yeah, it's not football. I can it's tell you not that. Football. It is absolutely not football. There's a bigger chance of injury when no one's going hundred percent. Yeah, so I don't I don't watch the Pro Bowl. Um, I haven't been a Pro Bowl fan since I was a kid. When you were a kid it was great because yeah. you got to see guys you hadn't seen all year yeah. and it was at you're like I'm like, Oh man, I gotta see Dan Marino play again, not realizing how sad that was. You no, know, it was it was a better time. So <laughs> So I bet on it. Uh, we get home. You bet on the Pro Bowl. I did. Hey, I won. I won on the Pro Bowl. I, I didn't
2: just bet. I won. We got to do an intervention. <laughs> if you're betting on the Pro Bowl, <laughs> if I anyone out there listening is
1: betting on the Pro Bowl, you need to seek help. Yeah. So um, so, in light of that, I'm home on Sunday, kind of hanging out. It was kind of shitty here in Ohio. So I'm like, I'll see what's going on in the Pro Bowl. See how my money's doing. So <laughs> here's what I didn't know. They don't tackle anymore. No. And I'm not exaggerating. They don't no. tackle anymore. It's a it's a drill. I see a receiver, uh, you know, catch like a slant route or something, you know, a short route, and the running or the the quarterback touches him and they blow the whistle. And I think it's a played. penalty. Now like, oh, they must have threw a flag. It's like seven on seven. It is, it is the biggest travesty of a sport I've ever it, seen. You know the
2: defensive linemen and offensive linemen are talking. It's a three hour conversation. Yeah. By the end of the game, they're like, "Well, so are we going
1: fishing or not?" You yeah. know,
2: <laughs> like it has nothing to do with football.
1: It's like, yeah, you, people complain about the NBA All Star games, not no that it, it, that no. is
2: actually fun.
1: It's still basketball.
2: Remember when Dwayne Wade played me? That guy went hard.
1: Yeah, it would it would be like if they took the NBA All Star game and uh, I don't know made the ball a square. Like it's it's totally. The Pro Bowl is not the same game. I, well, I went, to,
2: I went the exact opposite route.
1: Devastated. Oh, what would you do? I
2: went on the internet and, and tried to find the most bizarre sports ever.
1: Okay. So, so, wait a minute. You've already brought up a few this year. We Yeah, so M- went right to, I, went,
2: I went, went right to my go-to. Okay. Uh,
1: wait then, a minute. Wait a minute. I think it's – You've Shri- got a go-to bizarre sport? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's in Sri Lanka or something like that. Okay. And they play night uh, soccer. And the ball so is –
1: Night with a K or with an N? Like, at dark soccer. At dark. At dark soccer. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay,
2: And the ball is made of, like, coconut uh, fiber, (laughs) and and then they douse it in diesel
1: fuel. Oh, okay. And they light it on fire. Of course. Yeah. That's what I thought you would say. And
2: I'm amazing how many people, like, purposely do headers. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then, yeah, like, I don't know what's going on with the goalie, but he catches it, and he's, like, looking away to throw it downfield, like...
1: It is pretty impressive. See, the, those Premier League guys couldn't get away with that because th- they have so much product in their hair that they, oh they, my, they, would go just, up. they would just be a ball of flames. Oh, my. They'd
2: go up like an A-frame yeah. house. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, then, I, so, you know what? For the record, you definitely chose right. No, like, don't ever watch the Pro Bowl.
2: The next one was brutal. Extreme arm wrestling. Oh, Okay, ooh, ooh. so the, okay. Two, the two competitors get their arms tied together. You guys can look all this up on, on YouTube. This is over-the-top shit. Okay, no, it gets worse. Well, I it I it got... gets a hundred times worse. Okay. So, I did not know, what's extreme arm wrestling? So, they, <laughs> they're tied together, and as soon as, you know, how the ref got both hands is on. Is there going to be a knife involved? Almost, because <laughs> as soon as they say go, they start punching each other in the face. It's actually like, it's to knock out. Or to pin the arm. So it's it's MMA combined with arm wrestling. Wow. I watch a dude with his arm tied to another dude. <laughs> Beat up another dude. Beat <laughs> – Bent over, and the guy head kicked him in the face like five times. So
1: he's tied. Like he we can't go down. He's tied to the other guy. So by the time you finished watching this magnificent, this beautiful sports, beautiful, this beautiful, they call that the. You know what? It, I, a lot of people don't know this. That's actually they actually refer to it as the gentleman's game. <laughs> no, the gentleman. So by the time you were done watching this program, though, did you have an idea of strategy? Like, were you like, wait a minute? Yeah, punch <laughs> really hard
2: and fast.
1: Because the first guy that clocked So, was there it, any advantage to being able to arm wrestle? I, no. It, it feels like.
2: I didn't see one, like, <laughs> one guy actually get pinned. It was just like, punch, 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 so they, punch, out. They could have just tied them together is what you're saying. Oh, my God. Like, I've seen some backyard brawls. You ever, you ever watch, like, uh, backyard MMA? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's who, savage. Who hasn't? has, it? who yeah. has it?
1: It's, well, you know what I mean? Well, that was pretty big with, uh, what, Kimbo Slice. I mean, he made uh, that. Nah, that. was But that was a, still a. That that was a YouTube like phenomenon. Was watching it, yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. I'm talking about two hillbillies. They make a <laughs> oh, makeshift yeah. ring and they got gloves on. No, I like backyard wrestling and not wrest, oh, not wrestling. These wrestling teeni- like uh, the generation of teenagers now,
2: they yeah. ain't doing that. No, but ten years ago, no. these dudes were jumping off mom's garage.
1: Yeah, n- now it'd be more breaking like, Dad's Now ladder. it'd be more like trick trick somebody to get on the roof and then shove them off. Shove them. Onto a Volkswagen, and then we'll film it. So five of us will laugh. Five out of six of us will laugh. That, that's more of today's culture. A, yeah, I'm not judging. Can I talk about two more sports I saw? Uh, I I would love. Okay, so, so far, you've everything you've talked about is about eight times better than any Pro yeah. Bowl <laughs> oh, ever played. Right. I, I just want to give, disgusting. like,
2: because I feel there's a lot of listeners out there yeah. who will uh, – be like, uh, have football with If I
1: count the emails I get from, I can't even say it straight, from extreme arm wrestlers. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, they're always like, hey, bud, why don't you talk more about extreme arm wrestling? And I'm like, well, you know what? It's an, it, it is a bit of a niche sport, but it's growing. Okay. So, so, go ahead, man. Speed boxing chess. Hold on. There's a
2: chess? So, you play a speed round of chess. Okay. And then you do one round of boxing. And then you go back to the speed, chess. So, is it like, you have, is the game over?
1: Like a speed, like now, you play a you, whole game? You or go, it, you go, you go to two ch- hands, fight, Checkmate or knockout. That's oh, so you play the whole game. You play the whole game. on a timer. Yeah.
2: And then you f- box. In correct? Between, yes.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Maybe there's a break. I didn't catch it all. I honest I'm not good at chess. You know, you get whipped up a few times. You're like, I'm done with this game. Oh, I it's think you stupid. found out you don't have to be good at chess. You if you're to- boxing, I'm like, ah. So... Uh, so Long as you stay long long enough, long enough to get in the ring. So
1: how do so how do you feel that? To me, it feels like we're talking about like, it feels like extreme arm wrestler has a decent shot at boxing chess. Just stay alive. <laughs> You've Got to be able to hit. Just stay alive for that. Yeah. You know, or, well, don't get
2: checkmated in that first round, and then destroy the guy. There's definitely a lot of strategy involved here. But so, here, uh, here's the one everyone needs to check out. Okay. Whatever your favorite sport is, look at <laughs> go, <laughs> first. First, type in. Unicycle. <laughs> unicycle hockey, unicycle football, unicycle basketball.
1: Yes, I like. I don't oh, know if there's a unicycle
2: MMA yet, but there, I'm guaranteed some country, I don't know some why third world country is fighting over a bread sandwich. <laughs> but type in unicycle
1: anything and they're doing it. I'm not kidding. So I'm trying to imagine you. Uni- See so now that I'm, I mean, I'm how did of, know there's that many people who could ride a unicycle? In the, in the last couple of minutes, I'm kind of hooked on extreme arm wrestling. So now I'm kind of wondering if there's unicycle arm wrestling. Um, oh my uh, god! I guarantee yeah, someone's we, done. We've it. really opened a gateway here. Yeah, this yeah, is sports. this is the gateway drug of sports. Uh, we've been wasting our time on this football shit. Yeah, all season. Don't, don't, yeah. What we've we been doing? We have been talking extreme. Ar- you know what? We're playing to the masses, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's right. I uh, think we're, I think we're shorting our audience by not talking more. Extreme arm wrestling or boxing, boxing
2: yeah. chess, but that's all I got. That's all I have. Here's
1: what's funny though 150 years ago, when somebody watched or talked or described the first football game played, oh, it's just like what we just his did. buddy just laughed at him and was like, That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. So, wait a minute, uh, 11 guys just uh, butt heads with each other, and one guy tries to run. With a uh, basketball. Basically a pig. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was a basketball first time. Yeah, basically it was a basketball, a yeah. rugby ball or whatever. So, it's probably sounded – so, you know what, I think I think 150, 200 years from now, <laughs> extreme arm wrestling could take over. It ain't taking over anything. Yeah, so I didn't do anything that exciting, man. I, um, well, I didn't take part. I did not take part in it. Yeah, but that's – well, you – that was still easier to watch than the Pro Bowl tackling. Non-tackle. Let's so. get back to some. So no, no more forty-yard dash competition. You know what they played this? <clears throat> you know what they played? What? Uh, dodgeball. Ugh. I don't know if you've ever watched the greatest athletes on the planet play a sixth-grade gym class game. No. Uh, it, it it's silly. What it, what they do next year? Tetherball? I, I don't know. It's it. Yeah <laughs> yeah right. It, it's ridiculous. It, this the whole thing is a farce. It's in Orlando. If you're gonna, why even be in Orlando? It's just and I know a lot of its age. I'm sure there's kids out there that are like, "Oh, that's my favorite athlete like playing dodgeball." And it's and it's all like especially since you just had the championship games and then you've got the Super Bowl next week. There's so many great players not playing. So it's just like all these guys like failed. Yeah. <laughs> like all season we made fun of them and then they're like, I well, hey, I won the dodgeball game." And I mean, it's it's a uh, it's something to see, it. Um uh,
2: it's like when they make the sequel of a movie and the star doesn't doesn't sign the contract. <laughs> yeah. So it's all the side characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's like like the other night I watched Major League 2. Exactly like it, that. Yeah, exactly. A little different without Wesley Snipes. Just a just, just a just a, a touch off. Like something's missing there. Uh, that's I mean, exactly what it so was. It's so contrived. So what was missing out of the Pro Bowl was football. That was basically the only thing the Pro Bowl didn't have. So football. okay, let's get
2: let's go over it. Did they do the quarterback passing draw? They did, yeah. Yeah. That's a fun thing to watch.
1: Yeah, and I actually had to do that with all the with all the moving targets and stuff was alright. That was on like middle of last week, but but here's the thing though. All they do like for instance, they just use that as a way to like judge Lamar Jackson's entire MVP season. Like, C told you, he missed the the five point clown face, fifty yards down the field. while he's wearing a hoodie? Told you he wasn't good. So like he gave <laughs> a hey, shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on. You know the dude was shit faced the whole time he did it. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Hey. I was probably worried he kept the hoodie up.
2: So we <laughs> yeah. do see the bags under the eyes, yeah, the bloodshot, exactly, exactly. the smell of
1: tequila. It's ridiculous what people try to take out of these things. But yeah, yep. Yeah, pretty ridiculous. It, it wasn't football, so uh. What are, we, what are we going to do after next Sunday? I don't know, man. Uh. I don't think there's enough extreme arm wrestling to get us through. No. Let's talk a little bit about this Sunday. We touched on it last week. Um, so, what, do you, what, what are you looking forward to? What's, what's getting you excited? What have what you, you got your eye on? Oh, what do I have my eye now, on? Yeah, when the game starts, you're like, this is what I'm looking at. It, I wanna, I'm want i looking at either this guy or this group or Real, something.
2: Really, it's how is Andy Reid going to uh, keep going up yards and put points on the board against that defense? Yeah. And then – uh, can Garoppolo Just in case and A Andy lot of Reg- it's Garoppolo Isn't it? Yeah how, Does he Get into Basically a race Yeah uh, With with uh, Mahomes Gotcha For points Does
1: he go See, Because I don't think
2: San Francisco can afford that
1: Really? I don't think They got a quarterback Who's going to Like when is la- You don't think So you're You don't think They can risk Just slinging it No Like you know We, watch, we haven't seen him Do that a lot they When you watch that. college And
2: sometimes in the Fourth quarter It's it's every drive is a touchdown. Whoever yeah. has the ball la, la, last wins. Yeah, I don't think – well, we've not seen They'll have to go all fourth quarter and just score
1: after he score. He hasn't had to. No. Yeah, he hasn't had to. Not, not saying he can't do it, but we've not seen it. Yeah, yeah. So, if they're down 14 starting the fourth, I mean, that's any team. But, like, I think if it's Mahomes, you feel different. Mine is I'm literally watching, like, the first – three or four 49ers run plays, like especially like oh, the sweeps goodness. and stuff. You're like, this just, game's over. I want to see how Kansas City, they, especially their safeties, like Sorensen, I love that guy. They played great against Titans. They showed up against Titans. I want to see how they take on the blockers, and I want to see how they can – if they can – it literally just set the edge. It's to, it's a totally different uh, running game yeah. from Tennessee. Oh, immensely, exactly. I, it's a different sport from Tennessee to the 49ers. I would agree with that. Yeah, there's no I don't think there's any correlation except for just toughness. Except for you, except for just taking on blockers. Oh, yeah, you gotta take with on with a head of steam. Yeah. And so when San Francisco's got five guys, you know, rolling, you know, sweeping to the right side and, you know, most are coming up behind, just how do they take like how do they mentally take on the blockers? Do they dig in, you know, lower their ass, get get their head down and get mashed, but slow down the
2: yeah, yeah, at least the, the next
1: guy's going to make a tackle exactly. for they, three yards instead of seven. Yeah, did they sacrifice? Because the the, Green what, Bay didn't do that at all. Green Bay, oh, they, got they ran all over. tried to shed a block. Well, guess what? There was 10-yard running lanes all over the field. It didn't work. So i got to be
2: honest with you. <clears> like um, That kind of running game, like you'll never see the same formations you saw against Green Bay oh, uh, yeah. for Kansas City. But it by, by but the end result is the same – in a way, the same blocking scheme for yeah. a certain play.
1: Well, we talked about it earlier in the year. They can take – they can they can come out on the field with an 11 personnel, but really they might have a 31 personnel. Yes. Like, because of the versatility of their guys, their, their, their uh, tight, their tight ends. ends. I wish I, I – I, I forgive him, I forget the, their second tight end's name on San Francisco, but he played a hell of a game last week. Like, both Kittle and that guy are – yeah, that guy's a really good. he's a pretty good tight end for doing his job. So they can like they can go to you know, they can basically have you know you got Chusnick and all those guys like you can have four guys in the backfield coming at you, or they may spread and stay in eleven personnel, and then you've got Kittle you know on Matthew, who's just a size mismatch. I mean, yeah. and, so just things like so yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Like how do they attack? How does Kansas City? Because it's you brought it up. It's exactly what I'm talking about. So. That formation is going to come out. You are going to have personnel on the field. They may run, <laughs> you know, they may run a sweep, or they they may action. Not. Your defensive players, you know, if they if they move into a sweep from eleven personnel, guess what? You don't get a you don't get a trade out with a with a linebacker or somebody. You have to take on whatever blockers coming your way.
2: And that's and, what San
1: Francisco does.
2: Part of that running game is to purposely you know, want you to follow, yes, follow your responsibility the to the to the point of being blocked. Yep.
1: They know where you're supposed to be.
2: And they're they're setting you up for that. Yeah. And on on the other side of the ball, I don't see San Francisco giving a shit about the run one play. The front four are rushing. Everyone else is covering. Because you really see Kansas City uh beating the 49ers with a run game. Right. I mean yeah. it would be a huge like it would be the big talking point at the end of the game oh if it God. happens. Their
1: run game will be will be screen passes or, or jet sweeps or something. And
2: that is already that's not even a negative. That's I, I agree with you on that. But you know, anything up the middle, they don't care. Them front four it's are not their ears thing. are pinned back. Ears have been pinned back since the, the conference. Championship also was is, won. If
1: Kansas City if Kansas City plays this game and doesn't just try to let Mahomes loose and win it, it's a mistake. Yeah. If they lose that way, they can live with it. If they come out with a tricky like try to Try to mix it up. Try to keep it on the ground. Try to do something different. Oh yeah! And, and don't if they don't let Mahomes just go at it. It's it's a huge mistake because I've seen too many of these players. Like I grew up a lifelong you know fan of Dan Marino. I've seen too many of these players that didn't get another chance. Like give the give give the kid a chance. Let well, him, just let him sling it. Play like you're playing midseason game against you know Jacksonville. Like just just go. Don't 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 try to outthink yourself. I think that'll get him. Well, another thing is, is once you've played some guy for three hours,
2: you get used to seeing this particular cornerback when he's about to turn his hips. Yeah, it's bar- like in the back of your mind, a green light goes off subconsciously, like let that ball go. What what Kansas City needs to do, well, not what they need to do, but what'd be great is mm-hmm. like, hey, you're you're down by seven or ten, going in the fourth quarter, let your boy do it. Mm-hmm. He's had the whole game to get used to this coverage.
1: Yep, and and it might trust him. Be, it might be the. Patrick Mahomes show. I think if, if, if you do anything else, I think it's a mistake. I think that whole team can live and die by letting Patrick Mahomes just go. Just I don't care if he throws it 60 times. Andy Reid
2: won't manage him.
1: No, I don't think so. No. I don't think – because he played it like his last Super Bowl with uh, the Eagles and McNabb. He did a little bit of that. And, he, and here's the thing. He could have won that Super Bowl. He wasn't even wrong, but after it was all said and done, they probably should have went at it a little more. Well, here's another thing: there was that last drive they let, like they took like five minutes off the clock when they were down. Like, just that was a huge mistake. It didn't work out. It could have worked out great. Another thing is
2: um, McNabb had like 102 temperature going into that game.
1: Yeah, but I'm just, but I'm saying though, like they they played a they had a great game plan and mm. almost won by it. Yeah. But that loss still looks like it feels worse and looks worse. McNabb regrets it. Reed regrets it. Even though you almost won a Super Bowl. Like I, I what I'm what I mean is say you're down by three, four, two, whatever it is. You're right where you want to be. I don't KC. care if there's six minutes left, score as fast as you can. Don't worry about ball man, don't worry about keeping the ball. Don't worry about yeah. clock. Just get your points. They're not a six-minute offense. You're right. Right, but I mean, yeah, just just do it. If your defense gives it up, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Just, I, I want to see them play their game. But I'm, I'm just watching the the blocking and the and the taking on the blocks. Like I'm just, I can't wait. I'm pretty pretty excited. It's a pretty good matchup. Can't wait to get rid Here's of all this. thing. Blah blah blah, and get to it. If if San Francisco
2: just running them over in the first quarter, goes into the second, maybe even the halftime, you're like, man. You know, there's always so many adjustments you could do if you just don't have personnel to stop it.
1: Right. Right. You know, I, I, and we've seen Super Bowls can become a blowout quickly. Yeah. Like any game can. Like it just happens. Well, one personal. thing,
2: let's just say, for some reason, I've set this narrative that Kansas City's kind of playing from behind. I think they might even be still favored, right? Point Uh, point and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's my fault. I, I, for some reason, I just feel. That, it's the
1: context of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My bad. Um, Kansas City's not a six-minute offense. They don't need to do that. Yeah, they don't
1: have to be. No.
2: But same thing with San Francisco. That is a well-oiled offensive machine. They're down by a touchdown with six yeah. minutes left. I'm
1: like, this yeah. game is not and, over. And I think I think a big like you said, the difference between them and a team like the Titans, a power running team, San Francisco can power run you. Power, and I call them power throws. Like you know if you got eight guys blocking and you got you know you getting Kittle open but um they can still score they don't need six minutes to score either like they can run run right down your throat and still score in a couple minutes that's what people always think that a running team like oh, they need all day san francisco's San Francisco scored a lot of points I mean watch that Green Bay game like yeah. they score points quick like, they right. they put up plenty of games with inf- i mean well a 15 well, yard run doesn't take longer than a 15 yard pass is what i mean like, yeah that goes quick i I know what people mean but they get caught up in the time of possession. Like, don't worry about it. Like, these yeah, teams, time of possession teams, is not a big thing with today's tempo game. No, it's not near as much. The no. uh, the amount of time isn't like, yeah, everybody wants to have a six minute scoring drive, but a two minute scoring drive, it's just score, just score. Yeah, uh, but it's going to be a good one. I, I have no, I really think it's going to be a good one. I I, 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 that's how I see it. Yeah, I, here once
2: we have two teams that have no one on the roster has any experience in Super Bowl. Right.
1: Yeah, it's great. So Very, it, yeah. this is a true competition. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I like yeah. that too. And like I said, the narrative isn't other than old H- versus young or any of that. Andy Reid's been there. Yeah, I, I suppose that's the storyline. Young yeah. Mahomes, old Reed, um, Shanahan. I mean, really, San Francisco is just young upstart team. Yeah, uh, they're going to be fine next year. Like, can, can they run you over? Most or it's a story, but there's a lot of stories. But like. When you look on the field it they're they're quality teams. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So I, I think we're ready for the game. Um oh, I, I yeah. think it's time for nachos and wings and beers. And whiskey. And whiskey. Oh yeah. yeah. You like it? Yeah. Huh. Plus, well, I mean, by the time it's over, man,
2: like I don't have to work the next day. I'm doing really good at not nice. having not having to work the day after a major game. Nice. So there's I'm gonna pour it down my throat. <laughs> I bought a special funnel.
1: All right, man. Enjoy. All right, guys. We have a a real special uh, treat for you this week. We got some uh, experts, some football experts from out on the west coast. They uh, are the the uh, guys from the Couch Quarterbacks podcast. Uh, I I couldn't be happier to have them on. I appreciate it. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to Tuesday Aftermath.
5: Hey, thank you very much for having us.
4: This is Paul. Our pleasure. this is Michael. And I'm Connor. Yeah, we all are really happy to be on. Yeah, we're
0: very excited. Thank you for having us on.
4: Yeah, we're happy. Oh, thanks to Thanks
1: for you. yeah. Thanks for having. Becoming. Oh on. yeah. Yeah. This this is uh, this is good synergy here. I mean, it's definitely two different perspectives. So you know, anybody that listens to us, listen to the Couch Quarterbacks, download them, and all the good stuff. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. So um, so you guys uh, got a couple San Diego fans there. You guys from Southern California. Um, uh, Philip Rivers in the news a little bit this week. So I want to talk a little bit about. The perception. How do how, how do you guys perceive? Uh, we can say it now. The career of Philip Rivers out there. Like what what's what's the general the general take from you, the fans?
4: Well, I'd like to make one thing clear. First off, go ahead. He's not dead yet. Yeah, there's <laughs> some hope
5: still. Jay Blazer,
4: oh, uh, God rest his soul, is not always the most accurate, and he even came out and said that it was kind of an off the air comment. Oh, see, um, art.
1: That's why. Yeah. We, that's so there's
4: there's some experts. potential. But the one thing I will say is um RGM is is world renowned for not committing to a single goddamn thing when he talks. <laughs> I um, agree with that. I've been so, watching that, yeah. <laughs> so wh- I I don't know. Um what I will say though is I love him. Love, ride or die with Philip Paul over here. I would well. agree,
5: man. He's he's my dude. He's been the quarterback for uh since I was a kid, man. I've I've wow. loved watching Philip Rivers him uh his gosh darn crap talking and, <laughs> so, right, you know, he's just, he's a quality dude and he's a quality player and I, I love to death.
1: Wow. That it's, is awesome. Uh,
4: you know, it would fill up The biggest thing is obviously the chargers, you know, we never got to the finish line with him. but if you look back in the history of the chargers, you have to understand that we take where we can, our small victories and our small championships. Sure. And over our time as chargers fans, really the, ca- the careers of Philip rivers, Antonio Gates and LaDainian Tomlinson have gotten to be, the closest we've had since, you know, our very small childhood getting to watch the Super Bowl team. But at that right. point, you know, it was mostly highlights afterwards and they weren't that great. So right. you gotta remember this is what we have. Yeah. And, Sh- yeah, we sound we like care Browns. Have and, uh,
2: <laughs> You're the Browns of the West Coast. <laughs> oh, oh, we are. No, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah,
4: the Browns have a couple uh, – a more storied career, I would say. That's the only thing. We got Dan Fouts, you know, if you want to yeah.
3: say oh, Lance Allworth.
4: Yeah. That's all we've got.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, well, I And then
4: we also have a New England perspective here. <laughs> on Philip Rivers, and his is a little bit different. He, yeah, was of course, I got Ma- to line up against him. Michael's
1: yeah. a New England fan, correct? Am I right about that?
4: Yes. Okay.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah.
4: How have
0: you
1: not knifed each other? <laughs>
3: At this
2: yeah,
0: so, I mean, the perspective is still kind of the same. Philip Rivers, I mean, he's a great quarterback. You can't deny it when you watch him play or, you know, what he's done. The only thing is, is – I don't know. A lot of other quarterbacks, if they had some of the weapons that Philip Rivers has had, there's really no excuse to not make it to the finish line. Well, yeah. So I don't know. As good as he is, he's just like Dan Marino. You know, as good as he is, oh, he's yeah. he's one of those quarterbacks that, for whatever reason, couldn't get it done. Yeah, and he's had plenty of weapons. You know.
1: Yeah, there's there's he definitely had some years he could have. So it's it's such an odd thing. And I mean, and honestly, not to even, not to even poke at you, but like. For some reason, like in this part of the country, he's um I don't even he's kind of looked at as uh like oh he's just always been there he's yeah. all right like the revere for him is just not here like
2: it- well what they did here in on this side of the country was when the West Coast didn't have any quarterback but Philip Rivers that's all they talked about yeah and then as soon as like um, Russell Wilson you know showed up in Seattle or Derek Carr like. You don't even know anything about Philip Rivers anymore. Yeah, They don't he, even talk about it.
1: Yeah, him. he yeah, he is it is weird right. like he's not uh especially like local media and stuff like it's it's Yeah, local media. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. That's why I asked that. It's it's very interesting to hear you hear you talk about him that way. And um, you know, but I I think you're right and I and I trust the people who watch him every week. So that's that's really interesting to to hear that. That's it's kind of good. I feel better about Philip Rivers now. Yeah, like that, that's the one- his dude. Yeah.
4: The one thing with Philip Rivers is, I think you get you get three types of people. You get, like you said, on the other side of the country or all around the country. You know, the Chargers have never been a huge media presence, right? Um, right. whether they're in one of their runs or not. During the Ladanian years, there was definitely a little bit more hype on them, a little bit more attention than you had seen uh, prior or since. Yeah. But um, you, with Philip, you have the fans that either didn't pay attention or the fans that are very polarized one way or another. They either love them or they don't. I mean, the guy was a competitor. He liked to talk uh, in games quite a bit. The <laughs> yep. whole Cry Me Rivers thing is is yeah. started well, that, uh, wears by, on us by angry Broncos fans in the mid-2000s no, who were tired oh, of getting man. Jay that, Cutler beat up by, you know, so that's that, what you got.
2: That classic picture him screaming at Jay Cutler why Jay Cutler was uh, going into the yeah. huddle, and you see Phil Rivers <laughs> on the sideline just... Just yeah. giving him the business from the side. It, well,
1: it's always funny too because I can I, I can still remember playing Philip Rivers. Ohio State played Philip Rivers into a, I think it was a man at least a double or triple overtime game. We took uh, played Philip Rivers one year. So that's my first memory of Philip Rivers. So automatically started off with a little negativity, but. Uh, but that that being said, without a doubt, the Chargers have some of the best uniforms in the history of the NFL. So they'll always have that. <laughs>
5: you know what? Thank you very much for that because I'm a big fan of the Powder oh. Blues. I think they're the best jersey in
4: sports.
1: Oh, perfect. I got.
4: And questions. Michael uh, uh, Michael's not a fan. I, I got. got questions. I don't really have a favorite jersey in the NFL though.
2: What do you guys think <laughs> about them playing in uh, in Mexico City? Didn't it steal a home game from you guys? Was that was that San Diego that went down there? San Diego went down there.
4: Yeah. yeah so, um, And this is the second straight year that's happened. Uh, last year we had a – I think we had at the time it was the longest road stretch in NFL history. Um, and it was culminated before the bye with us going to London, um, which was oh, a little bit yeah. more of a, a stretch. But we, we ended up staying in Cleveland for the, uh, the extra week to get ready yes. after playing them last week or last year. So um, I think Mexico City was easier than that. I mean, it's definitely high altitude, and the stadium uh, quality or the field quality was a uh, concern. I mean, they did a lot to make up for last year. But it sucks to lose a home game. But to be honest, I have really cheap owners. They'll take buying fans wherever they can get it. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, you guys, that's a weird situation going out there I right just, now. With, I have felt it's unfair,
2: unfair to you guys because well, – like especially the trip to London – yeah, it's... So, you you go all out there, you got jet lag, so you might drop that game just because half your players are sick, and if they didn't correlate it with a bye week, when you come back, you might still have jet lag for your next home game. Yeah, it's... I'm like, I just...
4: They're really trying yeah,
5: to... We go to London a lot because of our... Honestly, I think it's because we're one of the smallest fan bases. Absolutely. They can send us to London.
4: Yep. It's a little bit of that, but there's actually... A, it's, it's funny because there's an article that came out last year and they tied to it, but we were one of the first teams to play there And it was during the, you know, that 2007 through 11, I think 2007 was the first year it was played there. So you remember 2007 NFL was pretty fun, 30 points a game, pretty much anybody in the AFC. Um, And a lot of London fans liked what they saw. I think we put up a big game, Vincent Jackson had a couple touchdowns. So we culminated a small little group of London fans and they've been pretty loyal. So London is actually a destination we like.
1: Yeah. That's it. There you go. That's it. That's something I would have never known, but it, it makes total sense. It's whatever you see first. It's kind of the same reason I like the Cubs. Why do I like the Cubs? Because they were on TV every day. And – uh we
2: have a <laughs> we mean, have a special listener. Her nickname is AR15, and she has special reason why she likes Baltimore.
1: Yeah, and it all makes sense. It, like, it, that's how sports work. So, yeah. so we talk about the uh, speaking of the AFC West. Let's um let's uh let's talk just a little bit about the Super Bowl. I promised you guys I wouldn't step on your Super Bowl preview, but I don't think we can ignore the elephant in the room. So, um, if you guys don't mind, um, I don't. Know if, however, you guys want to do it. If there, if you just have a few things that you want maybe people to look for that, that, you, that you see on the field that maybe, you know, just your ca- your casual Super Bowl commercial viewer doesn't see? Like, anything pop out to you guys this week as you've been watching?
0: So mine isn't anything that's, like, under the radar or anything. It's just something that's kind of flowing around is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. A lot of people – the 49ers didn't run or didn't throw the ball very much in the NFC championship. Right. A lot of people are questioning if Jimmy Garoppolo can throw the team on his shoulders, but throughout the season, there's a few games where Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he had some fourth quarter drive.
3: Absolutely.
0: So my only thing is I don't think Kansas city is going to let the 49ers run all over them like uh, the Packers did. Yeah. So I'm thinking Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to step up to the plate. So it's going to be interesting to watch him with with all the pressure on him. You know, is he able to throw the team on his back and you know go win a Super Bowl? So,
4: so Michael, uh, one question I have on on that just to expand, Garoppolo isn't a New England guy. He's come from a a strong foundation, strong system where (laughs) quarterbacks are expected to not make many mistakes, and that's their biggest quality. Do you think that he's kind of brought that to San Francisco? Uh,
0: Not really, though, because he has quite a bit of turnovers this year. He has what? I don't know, fifteen interceptions. I want to say yeah, or something, something like, like that. Really, I didn't so, realize I mean, that. Yeah, I mean he's he's doing a good enough job of taking care of the ball because he's got a good defense that he can rely on, but at the same time he's got to limit those turnovers against the Chiefs because the Chiefs are they can score from anywhere at any time. Yeah, yeah you give Pat Mahomes a short field, that's not fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Any any extra possessions for uh, Mahomes, it's it, that's gonna be big trouble. But I, I mean, like you say, that's there's you know you're you're right, and yeah, you know, it's it's. Not obvious, but yeah, I think um, we felt like that. The big question is Garoppolo out of both teams. Yeah, we we kind of feel the same way. Uh, so, he is
0: he is the biggest question mark. So that's why he's going to be you know most exciting to watch, really.
1: Well, and another thing too, and and I know that running, I'm not a big running back guy because if you look past the past ten years, like the best running backs aren't even typically there. But uh, everybody got a little high on you know Mostert last week and the big game, and there's nothing wrong with that. But man, I watched the tape and. I think I could add a hundred yards in that game, like if a guy's got ten <laughs> if a guy's got ten yard lanes, like we don't know I think he might have been just the guy with the ball. Like I think Coleman could have done it or right, and I may be wrong, but I don't see no,
0: what,
5: actually, i I agree with you on that. I really think that like their zone running uh, scheme could work and that's why they have so many of these average I mean quote average running backs right. is because they don't need Saquon Barkley they don't need Zeke Agreed. they don't need it that Yeah when you have a good offense,
0: when you have a good offensive line like that and you're running a zone offense and your offensive line can just
4: bully teams
0: yes. yeah Right. you don't need a good running back. They can just run it up the whatever gap
4: is open. Yeah, a, I mean, a 100-yard rushing height. game means that you have a good, you know, an average to good running back. A 200-yard rushing game means that you have a fantastic offensive
1: line. Wow. Yeah. See, so. That's that's a line, that's a great line right there. And I mean, and and no bullshit, that's why I wanted you guys to help us out because that's exactly how I see it. Like I I, I won't take nothing away from Mostert's day, but it wasn't about him. So, I had a question I actually wrote down for you guys and you 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 led right into it. Do you think Kansas City can take on the blocking scheme of San Francisco? Just like physically take it on? Like Green oh, Bay couldn't. That's a good Green, question. Green Bay failed miserably if you watch. Like they got pushed around, they were out of position. They weren't interested in, you know, taking on shedding blocks, taking on blocks, just and you and your quick thoughts you know i us once again i don't want you to give everything away but do you think kansas city's defense can literally just when they run a jet sweep can they take on the blockers
4: so um first off we're not going to get too into it because we do have a segment devoted to this yep, exact yep, thing yep. Uh, but oh, what i'll oh, say is shoot. if you had asked me two weeks ago going into the tennessee matchup i would say absolutely not okay. they would lose that matchup 10 times out of 10 that I am not nearly as confident going into this week that okay. that's true, but that, that's <laughs> so, good. That's good uh, enough. Absolutely. Yeah. Um That.
1: That. What about? I'm glad you saw. I'm glad you saw it that way. That. That's just
2: fine. What about San Francisco being able to take away Kittle? From.
1: You're talking Kelsey. Jeez. Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, yeah. Oh, Kittle, Kelsey. Kittle's
0: the Forty ers okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Just okay, big, so tall, I white guy, that, guy uh, with hey,
1: it's like, K. Start with a K, big, later, tall, white guy. We drink more on the East Coast. We've had they're three, we had three hours yeah. on you. <laughs> they, they're a lot the same. Yeah. Um, so... Uh yeah, I mean, do you think
0: they are the same? But I think that they're. I think that Kittle can block better than Kelsey. Absolutely, can. Yeah, Kelsey wants nothing to do with blocking. Yeah, you guys are both. And 100% you know, Kelsey right.
5: catches beautiful touchdown passes, but Kittle will get in there and he will knock around a defensive end like nobody's yeah. business. Yeah, and that's why I love him. That's why I think he's better than Kelsey, to be honest. <laughs> or at least more valuable. Okay, that's um, how I feel about
1: I, it too. I, I, I think you're right. So we and if you
5: watch that game, he did a lot. He did most of his oh. blocking the entire game. And I can't remember. Yeah, they only knuckles. had
0: one reception.
1: Their second tight end actually played really well in that game and I I I feel bad cuz I can't remember his name but he played a hell of a game too because you know they were running the ball every play. So uh so Max brought it up earlier and this is this is really a, uh, a yes or no question. Uh do you think that do you think that George Kittle looks like he sells bait in the offseason like somewhere
4: in He's West got, Virginia? He looks like a, he
2: should be from Ohio. Yeah, he's got a little bit of the mullet going He looks on in like
4: a good old country boy. Yeah. It's true. Yes. Well, first, you have to understand how the couch quarterbacks are made up, uh, first off, because yeah. Paul looks like he could sell bait in the offseason. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we're a big fan I've of that here. You. We're a blue I've collar S- podcast.
1: Yeah, I've seen you, I've seen you your beautiful faces all over Facebook, man. Like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing Max says. He's like, it looks like looks like Kittle just sold me bait. Whenever yeah. I where I see his face, I see the hear the aerator.
2: And for the minnows when I walk into the bait shop. Like, I just can't help but think about
1: that. That's right.
5: Yeah, he's, I believe he's
4: from Iowa. So, yes, yeah. you know. yes, yes, he's an he,
1: Iowa guy. Yeah, we
4: remember him. And, yeah. and you might not believe it, but we actually do have some pretty good fishing over here. So oh. I'm sure he stays just just happy enough.
1: I thought that was was whaling. I thought you guys were whalers out there. Oh, no, Steve.
4: Oh, no. We're Uh, not on the the coast, I didn't say that. We're in California. We're in the high Sierra. Yeah, we're in the mountains. Yeah, we're we're mountain and desert folk over here. Now, I
2: heard that the former uh, high Sierra California grizzly bear might still be alive in the high Sierras of Mexico well so we might need to I actually
5: a- I'm glad you brought that up because about 3 weeks wait, ago wait. I did uh, see an article on that on Facebook boom <laughs> you got to be <laughs> I did and I read it and uh it's there's nothing confirmed either or but it was just talking about how some wow. tourists and hikers have seen them <laughs> Uh have claimed to see them uh on the hikes. And stuff. See, that's really impressive to me
4: because Paul read the article. <laughs> <really excited. laughs> no, it's hey, really it was, impressive uh, to me. Bear,
1: it's really impressive to me that Max just wasn't full of shit. Like I, I thought totally I am constantly <laughs> full of shit. Yeah. So uh so we're talk we're talking about California here. So this is something, uh being from Ohio, like our state is geographically a little smaller. We got plenty of population, but essentially we have uh, uh, a couple pro teams, uh, fans are kind of divided. We've we've got one college team. Yeah, let's, no matter let me let me bring it. We got we got. I was going to say, the is there anybody
5: else that plays college football in Ohio State? Nah. In Ohio State? We, well,
2: yeah. No, we got <laughs> not our watch. Yeah, we got. Well, it's a small <laughs> Division two. You'll never convince me.
5: We have right, okay.
2: we have twenty seven thousand Division three colleges. Oh yeah, in it's Ohio. crazy the amount of actual
1: colleges. But it's basically that,
2: and, everyone's. Pretty much a Buckeye fan, and then you got two horrible professional franchises on each side <laughs> yeah. of the state. That's how, it and then people out. who act like they're
1: uh, Blue Jackets fans. So, what we're we're thinking? We kind of touched on this earlier with you yeah. guys pre-show. How does California divide itself up with all the fan bases and all the great college teams? Like, is, is it geographical? Is it? Do you get a choice when you're young? How does that work?
5: So, a lot of it is geographical, but a lot of it is, um, you know, who your dad's from here. Who would your dad root for?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Like I, I'm a UCLA fan when it comes to college football. Okay, and it's really just from growing up in the area, and we're we're in Southern California, so it's either you know for college football, it's if you're going for the area, it's either USC or UCLA. And then you kind of got you know Cal that's State, CSU. yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no. but, yeah, Fresno, you but know no, oh, no, that's UCLA, USC, rural Southern California, they do. Right. They do. Yeah. and then
5: the in other. Northern California, you know, it's pretty much Stanford up there.
0: So yeah, yeah it's
4: Stanford, and then I don't. Know, there's a lot of Oregon fans. There's some Cal out here in fans too. too. There's some Cal fans, but you oh. know, really, what it comes down to is this state doesn't have a huge pro football identity. Really? Oh, it doesn't because there's so many. If, if you're up north you're probably by default going to be a 49ers fan. Uh, they had a way stronger, you know, years over years, where even though the Raiders have been in the Bay Area just as long, I mean, back and forth a little bit, right. they're probably the strongest Southern California team. Oh, um, really? And another
5: thing to think about is that there's so much to do in this state that people on the coastline don't really care about football. I hear they're that. not no. going to games. No. So that's
4: not that, That's a little bit true. We don't have as much of like a high school following, but we we. Breed some pro athletes out here, some oh, really no. skilled positions. Without it, it, the biggest thing is just, you've got to remember, a lot of us are transplants in this state. There's a lot of people that are, are first-generation Californians, gotcha. and they come in with a team identity. I think we're the number one out-of-the-state uh, fan base for New England, for Green Bay, really? and the Steelers. And all three of those are some of the biggest franchises in the country. So there's just a lot of, you know, our teams haven't been super successful. If you've been born in the last 20 years, heck, two weren't even in L.A. Why would you root for the guys down in San Diego or the Oakland who hasn't been good since '99?
1: Wow, I mean, and that's so. I guess uh, so. Another question, you know, to touch on that. So, like, say for example, like if um we'll say Stanford goes to the Rose Bowl, like, do you guys care? Like, you know, do, is there any California like carryover, or are you just like, there's another yeah, loyal to state kind of thing? Yeah. Um.
0: The Rose Bowl itself is kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. The I Rose Bowl is the one where we yeah.
5: where we as as California football fans pay attention to.
0: So yeah. like whoever's in it we're usually watching it anyway because they do the Rose Parade, you know, it's it's like a big deal. So, so Pasadena is not far from us. And yeah, USC Pasadena's versus, like what, 2 hours away from us? Yeah, a little less than us. 2 hours yeah, from oh, us, but wow. like
4: in the LA, the greater LA area, USC versus UCLA. Has huge, way yeah. bigger than any pro franchise. Yeah, like that is a really? huge game here in California. You gotta, I, I would say that, um, Reggie Bush has done more for California football over the past 25 years than any pro player.
1: No, shit.
4: so so you're I, more, I will mean, I mean, be on still
1: to
5: this day. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's pretty true.
4: There was more of a you reception during those about years. All the time. Yeah, you, you still had more of a reception, more people wearing a team in those years than I can remember. I mean, we might wow. see you know, 49ers going back to the Super Bowl. They had a little bit of a come up and yeah, of no. There's I noticed around town
5: there's a lot more Niners gear popping up, but yeah, well, that that'll happens. happen.
4: It, it fell away really quick last time. So yeah, yeah. So, so Kittle's really, probably they're just at not the loyal. Baseball. There were a lot of Seattle fans here for a couple of years. <laughs> Yes. we to we Yeah, that it. seems to be
5: a thing with California. Yes. They'll they root for who's winning, except for us San Diego fans.
4: Seriously, it was never San Diego. You go to Disneyland, they wear anything but that. But That's crazy.
1: But uh yeah, Ohio is not anything like that. Like we're born, we put on a Buckeye's blanket and uh we eat yeah, like I, I think we're missing out because it sounds like California is well, so
2: diverse. We oh can, no, no, we ain't missing a good game. I'm a big fan.
1: Like I, w- I, would much rather yeah. be like, oh, it's too nice to stay inside. I, I will oh. say that when
2: I was a kid, I had both a UCLA and a USC uh, shirts. Really? Yeah, my mom got because like you watch that game. That's that's even clear over here in Ohio. That's yeah. a huge national oh, yeah, game. Yeah, that's a huge yeah. rival. Right?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, pack you know, the whole Pac-12, or I guess it was Pac-10, then Big Ten thing, like,
4: you know. Yeah, you since they've connection.
5: been to Pac-12, it's not been, you know, our football is not – got the SEC just running and the Big Ten up there running college football right now.
4: Yeah, it's a to little – To be honest, like, I'm more of an Ohio State fan than any California college uh, these days just because you, they play a high level of football, you know. Yes, just but, like, yes they do. I disagree yes, with they that. <laughs> Clemson is fun to watch. It, it, we Really, around Somebody here, because we might not have those strong allegiances – we're like, okay, who's playing excellent football that we can watch?
1: And that's fun too. So. Yeah, that's great. Now I'm like, see, I'm like that with the NFL. Like, I just enjoy, like, I'm a Dolphins fan, but obviously they're out of it. So I just enjoy, like, San Francisco's playing good football. I'm loving it. Kansas City, whoever. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Well, we've,
2: we end up following a lot LSU this year because for here, it's eight o'clock when they would come on primetime. For you, probably five o'clock. Yeah, like, so, they had like four yeah. or
1: five games. So, so you just watch LSU. Every and week.
2: Um, by the way, they were great games to watch. Uh, yeah.
1: So so
5: how do you guys feel about, about Joe Burrow being uh, uh, the, a native oh son of Oh my god! Ohio, oh, you guys Ohio, Ohio go.
1: just well, freaking well, loves that kid. Oh, now he said, "You guys." So you guys, you got. There's no way you guys can know this. So my son, you know, obviously I'm. A little, oh yeah, yeah. yeah You're you the guys. story. My son lost his two state uh, playoff games to Joe Burrow. Uh, right down the road here and actually they were the higher seed in one of the games that's how good his team was and they lost that's pretty it. cool that's pretty awesome
5: this uh, is your son play uh,
1: he pl- what's that what, what position, position does he oh, play? oh he was a uh wide receiver defensive back and they uh, okay we cool. played for a you know it's a you know small town big school here in uh, central ohio and they had i mean honestly like legitimately like some of the uh, quote unquote experts picked them to win like i think that year was division 3 state champs like they were that good and they played joe burrow 2 years in a row in the second round of the playoffs and lost so it took me a minute to get past um uh, uh, to get past that can i can I, I did this the last <laughs> yeah. you're little
5: biased there for you oh yeah, yeah. No, I, lo- I love joe burrow i love watching him play this year and, and i totally I was shocked agree. that – When I learned that he was actually from Ohio State, because I didn't know that until this year.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, it was. uh, He just he just couldn't. Well, what happened was couldn't squeeze in there.
2: A bunch of the athletes who went to uh, OU Athens, uh, they stayed. They coached or they taught down there, and like his dad's a coach, and they had all this talent. Where all these like. Next generation athletes from OU,
1: were all their kids were going to uh, Athens. High yeah, School. all the coaches' sons that he coached had, at Ohio U, they all went to Athens and put together a monster. Okay, game. he had two whiteouts who were twins who were six foot
2: five, and our loca- our local little uh, Hill buck town, uh, we had no business <laughs> being in that game, and we were still only down by six yeah, points about- with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I'm telling you what. It'd be 4th and 20, and both teams would go for it. It was the craziest high school football game you ever saw. It was like six degrees out, too. Yeah, they it was were. miserable, and it was it was like Man. watching Lord of the Rings. Yes. It was crazy. <laughs> so so
0: uh, I love a good high school football game, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, our uh, high school is kind of the, the same way with that. Uh, we don't really produce many athletes out of here or anything here at bros too much, man. Well, Burrow, um, Burrow
1: is rare out of here. Like, yeah. this isn't a Division One area. Like, he was a special talent to come to come out of. He's probably forty five minutes away. Athens is probably forty five minutes from us. Uh, but that was a rare occurrence. Like, uh, if, it seemed had, like all those all those second generation athletes uh, kids came in at
2: the yeah. same time.
1: If and if you would like visit down there, like, and you saw, I'm sure you guys saw his Heisman speech. He is not exaggerating what kind of area that is. That that uh. That 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 he's from. So it is pretty amazing what he did. And but I, he was so hated. Did in this, I? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I read correctly that uh, I was reading this the other day that Joe Burrow's dad placed a four hundred thousand dollar bet on him to win the Heisman before uh, the season?
1: I, I <laughs> did he place four hundred or win four hundred? I, I don't know what the details were, but he definitely bet on him. That's,
5: oh no, I think he won. I think he won four hundred thousand dollars betting yeah. on his son to win the Heisman. Right? Hell yeah! in <laughs> your boy. That's yeah. right.
1: Yeah, and that was a no brainer. That was crazy. Well, that's like we looked last week, and it was uh you uh the odds for Burrow to be picked number one are not not ten thousand to one; they're one to ten thousand. So like you you had to bet. Yeah, he's he's coming home. Yeah, absolutely. So so I am not I'm not as uh, attached to him as a lot of Ohio fans are, but I don't begrudge him for that. It's let just, me let me
2: add to that. I'm a uh, Bud's
1: if, Bud's
2: wife. Uh, referred to Burrow for the longest time uh, the one whose name we will never mention. I was not allowed to mention his name in yeah. this household.
1: But we're not haters. We respect his game. I, just, I don't yeah. love him like other Highlands. But in general, they really like him. And At have least
4: him. you have a personal reason not to. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's Hey, can legit. I ask a question about Ohio football since would, you, know, you guys are wanting to know a little bit of the California uh, perspective? I would yeah. love for you to. Perfect. So one thing I've always wondered, I mean, you guys obviously – it's known around the country as dedicated fan group yes. both ways. A lot of, lot of uh, respect. Why is there such a huge rivalry between Cincinnati and the Browns as far as fans that vehemently root for one, they are not a fans of the other, seems to go back a couple of generations? They're, it goes back to the breaking Brown. point. It,
1: it, so, so Paul Brown. So And Art Murdell. Yeah, Paul Brown st- uh, coached and uh, – Owned, or not owned, I might have owned the Cleveland Browns at one time. I mean that's how yeah. they were the Browns. So something went something went wrong there. Well, Modell out. had to help
2: finance. So Modell bought into the team and he he was the majority owner of the team. He fires Paul Brown.
1: The that's team's named
2: after Paul Brown. Paul Brown wins and starts up Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Just just to play against the Browns.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so okay. it's all. About so was
4: there a Brown. big traveling at that point of people who were loyal to Brown, or was it just you know now we're from Cincinnati? It's like really, I don't really right at this, that kind of.
2: At this point, I don't know uh how loyal they were to Brown. Like that was before my generation, and it's not an extreme rivalry
1: now. I would yeah because we both suck. We right, feel sorry yeah. for each other. Like like, <laughs> like really here, yeah. here it's everybody hates the Steelers. Oh yeah, like the Browns and Steelers. Oh like, yeah, they legitimate. Like those? I also
0: hate the Steelers. We're, like, oh yeah, we we also hate the yeah, Steelers here. Yeah, most people do. Uh. I, know,
1: I know San Diego hates them, but uh, well, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you guys might. Be, that's I don't know right. if you, you guys probably don't remember that game, but that was a rough one. So that's why I was gonna talk about college football. Like you guys are too young to remember when Marshall Falk was like was like owning college football that year. I think it was. Let I me. Mean, he come out in like ninety one, maybe when he was playing at San yeah, Diego. Yeah, that is
4: a little before our time. <laughs>
1: So,
5: but it's so
4: just to put on reference here, the first Super Bowl I remember really remember being able to break down play by play while it happened, uh, would have definitely been Tennessee and, uh, Sanford, uh, uh and the Rams and the oh, Rams. The Rams. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: man. That's a, that's a good while ago though. But oh, man, I that- mean,
4: I love, I love tape. I live in tape. So, you know, I love watching old Super Bowls and breaking down game, but oh, I will man, say awesome. as far as being able to remember at the time, that was it.
1: Oh yeah. That was a, oh man, that was a great game. So that's a disappointing game. Cause, um, I, I, I still stand by. It. Eddie George was the Super Bowl MVP if they can just get that last touchdown. Like he had, you know, he was definitely going to be the Super Bowl MVP. And we were, you know, huge Eddie George fans around here and kind of carried over. So I have, I've, uh, and then that, that pass that Kurt Warner, you know, completes for the touchdown to win it was kind of a junk pass. So, but, uh, but I, but I love the Rams. I just that particular game, I'm a little sour on it, but, you know, that's how it is being a fan. You always have a, a stupid reason.
4: Like,
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Real-life Friday Night Lights. Oh, my God! <laughs> Friday Night Lights ends the same
4: way, you know, yeah. right
0: there at, like, the the yeah, one-yard yard line. line. Yeah. yeah.
4: No, that's true. That's why I think that game is always going to be, you know, kind of goes in our – we're going to be talking a lot of different Super Bowls, yeah, and that's one oh, of my cool. picks for most epic. Oh, if wow. you watch highlights all the way through it, it's epic as you're, it is. You're so.
1: not wrong. There was a couple of those, like uh, the – the Carolina, New England was a great game.
0: Uh, I was just going to say that one. That's yeah, one of my so, favorites. So, uh, yeah. real quick, uh, a preview into into our show for this week.
1: Absolutely. We're go not
0: going to give our answers. We're going to save that for you know when we record. Uh, perfect. But a question that we're going to go over is your favorite Super Bowl.
1: My favorite Super Bowl. So we talked, and it's it's crazy because you know you'll see like the older I get, the more I can remember my uh, so. The first one I can remember is eighty four my dolphins lost and I cried on the I cried on my living room floor like a little baby. But uh my favorite Super Bowl probably man, I tell you what, and it's not even because my wife's a fan, that Raven San Francisco game because of the blackout and everything was just weird. a few years ago. Really, really loved that game and uh
5: I like that pick. I've always been a big Ray Lewis fan, and I've always. Ray Lewis has been near and dear to my heart. And, that was and so, a, with, that, with their run into that game yes, and I, winning that and retiring right there, that was so epic.
0: Great playoff run. The 49ers were in control of that game, right? Weren't they in control of that no, game? No, they no, they were. Or, uh, Baltimore
4: up. until the backout, and the 49ers almost came back. Oh, Yeah. Okay. So, yeah yes, it, it was, was It was two that, games. It was two games and one. Uh, two games. Yeah. 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 So, and, and add on to Paul's point, I mean, all you can say about Ray Lewis is like that. Talk about a perfect storybook ending. Couldn't have happened to a greater yeah, guy. Exactly. Murderer. Hey. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. who is that? Is that Paul making a subtle joke? But Michael over here decided to just blitz up the middle. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, why don't hey, you hey, talking hey. about my boy <laughs> like that?
1: So, so Max, what's your uh, the Super Bowl game? What's one of your favorites? I uh, it's R- R-
2: Okay, after September 11th. I know everyone that, that hates... Great, no, that was a great game. Everyone hates New England Love now. That game. I wasn't a big fan of the Gray Show on turf. Uh, yeah.
5: The- Michael's over here taunting us.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. It, when New England won the Super Bowl after September 11th. That was a great game. Yeah.
1: I just watched the replay. We were the all the Patriots.
5: Day.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. yeah there well, you go. And then, okay. Can I say something odd about that? So Bono... Uh, he played the halftime show, and it was supposed to be such a great thing that he had the American flag signed uh, sewed into the inside of his leather jacket. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Bono. Yeah. Like, thank you for like, <laughs> like flapping your wing open. Yeah.
1: For the, yeah. <laughs>
2: Bax ba- ba- is
1: ex-army, so um, yeah, I was a- he, yeah. He he probably. Uh, that probably wasn't uh, the greatest thing you've ever seen. But, uh, it just felt... That was a great game. And but, what...
2: yeah, everyone not knowing what New England turned into be, yeah. everyone was a Patriot that year. Yeah, and I'll tell
1: you what I love about that game. I yeah. love that the Patriots didn't kneel on the ball and they went for the win. It's still one of the greatest endings to a football game I've ever watched because mm-hmm. everybody was like, oh, deal. they'll they'll need the punt, they'll go to overtime, and they, they didn't. That's still one of the greatest endings of any big game I've ever watched.
2: Yeah. Oh, there's all kind.
1: You probably haven't, yeah. do, like, you watched uh, Super Bowl with your grandfather. Watch Super yeah. Bowl. Well, with they're they're going to do it on the show this week, so oh, they're they're yeah. taking they're taking our opinions on it. So yeah. we're not going to step on their show. And I And actually, I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to the show. It comes yeah. out Thursday, right? Your guys' shows come out Thursday morning. Am I correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. You can. I mean, we're behind you guys in time. So I mean, if you're you're ever up really late, you can find it pretty late on Spotify. Yeah. But typically, yeah, Thursday mornings yeah.
1: is when it airs. Yeah, because I, I, I usually listen to it Thursday morning when I get up on the way to work. So that's, that must be when I get it. But, uh, no, that'll, that'll be interesting. So, yeah, I could name a bunch of them. But that's off top. And you guys already named the Tennessee-St. Louis game. That was a great game. Yeah. Uh, so I, my, my year was the very next year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, man, I hope, I hope this is one. That, that's all I can say.
2: Well, I just want to say one thing. Right, you know, yeah. The last time I was at the Football Hall of Fame, um, Damian Tomlinson's single game all-purpose yards record his record game or he had his uh, cleats, his uh, gloves, and his helmet were in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I know it's a hall That's for you cool. guys, but I spent three hours last time I was there just in the uh, the. They have a history part, history of professional football. Yeah. Just three hours reading oh, documents. Man. Yeah. It, it might be worth your trip. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I could spend all day. There. I bet yeah, I bet it's so true. awesome in there. Yeah. We're we're you know, it's
4: it's on our, our bucket list of different events. Yeah. <laughs> uh, keep keep paying attention to the page. We're gonna be doing some uh, what we like to call our in the trenches segments where we're gonna be, you know, boots on the ground out there doing some football stuff. Oh, so awesome. that might be on the list Sounds for future great, future events.
1: Yeah, you know. we're gonna we're gonna try to get into some uh, this summer. Try to go to maybe visit some um, coaching clinics, is some coaching clinics, or maybe go to even visit some college or high school teams and just kind of see how they're how they're teaching and learning football. Because through this season, we've learned a ton, like uh, about football that it's it's way past like. Whatever you're seeing in the NFL now, like, these coaches are way past that. The terminology, the schemes, and all that, it's it's pretty crazy when you start yeah. talking to the, the guys that really know what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do a little bit of that. So, heck, yeah. We'll be- when,
2: when you guys say boots on the ground, are, are you talking about going to games or what do you, what do you guys plan on doing?
4: So, um, we're, we're not quite sure yet, but we'll definitely be seeing one game next year um, yeah. oh where guys. we're confirmed, uh, unconfirmed for the Chargers, Patriots game at the new Los Angeles uh, stadium oh, it'll be nice. the first time that we've had a chance to as a, as a group together go and uh, enjoy the rivalry
5: yep. yeah yeah nice. I'm you know I'm excited for that too I grew up going to to Chargers games with my dad in Qualcomm and uh-huh. I remember being being a little kid and getting my foam finger and my fish tacos and my oh, frozen lemonade man, and cheering gray, on LaDainian Tomlinson and oh, um so then to see that and then to have them move to that Terrible little yeah. soccer stadium. It was soccer actually kind field. of cool. It was such
4: an awesome it experience. experience. Like, it was like, I, was I thought it was going to be
5: so bad, and it's a cool experience in that so little awesome. teeny oh, tiny oh, really? building. You know, wherever you are, you can see the sweat on Philip Rivers' head. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you can actually so hear him. So going to those games gosh, and now storm. going to the brand new stadium, I'm excited for it as
1: well. Oh, man, that's great. Um, that's, that sounds like a good time. Uh, you, guys are, you guys are definitely true football uh, fans and people, that's for sure. Well,
2: can we ask, we ask the New England fan? Uh, so Philip Rivers is in the same boat as Tom Brady. How does oh, he feel yeah. about his quarterback?
1: A, a quick take on Tom Brady. Yeah, we, we can't let you off. Yeah, the Mike,
0: hood. let it go. Yeah, it is a quick take. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right there. That's the most Bill Belichick answer you are ever get. by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're on no, to Cincinnati. Been, it'd be more
4: like... <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah,
0: Mike was like, rosa, 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 rosa. Oh, uh, just um, I say, financially man. for the Patriots, uh doesn't make sense to let him walk. If they let him walk, they have to actually it. pay a quarterback. Yeah, they're if they let him walk, you know, <laughs> they're wasting $13. <laughs> thirteen and a half million dollars on you know empty cap space. Ooh. Let me ask you a question, Michael. Off of that, if you guys don't mind,
5: no, um, what we if, absolutely. What don't. if the what if the Raiders what if the Raiders come and offer uh, Tom Brady twenty five mil for the next two seasons? Is he going to go there, or is he going to ask Bill <laughs> for the <laughs> same? Is he going to ask Bill to match it?
0: He'll probably ask Bill to match it. And twenty five million dollars for two years it's is kind of a. Decent deal. Yeah. yeah. That is, franchise a
4: franchise tag guy yeah. for almost 27 now. So. Yeah. Curtis yeah. Cousins got 25 a year for two years, two years ago. And I'm sure all Brady wants is like a two- or three-year contract. He just wants – it's the ego is yeah. what I think he wants. He doesn't need it's the money. It's
0: battle right now. And I don't even think diesel. it's that big of a deal. I just think the media is painting it as that big of a deal. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have never really done contract talks throughout the season. They've always taken care of it in the off season. The only thing is, is so far – Right now, it's gone on longer than it ever has in the past. But I don't even expect Tom Brady to hit free agency. I think he'll be signed with the Patriots wow. weeks before free agency hits.
2: Wow! Hit. I like it. I, I like what he's saying, and I like the take. The media just has yeah. nothing to talk about. Yeah. So they it's an e- it's
1: an easy low hanging fruit. what well, we said every week. That's, don't get caught eating low hanging like, fruit. Like Mike was like, "Don't worry about it." Don't Tom, worry. About Tom Brady's that. going twelve and four. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. He's going twelve and four next year. It's going to be fun. That's probably true. That's awesome. Yep. Well, man. All right guys, um I absolutely can't thank you enough uh, for everybody listening. This was the Couch Quarterbacks. Uh they do a podcast, uh, football podcast weekly. They're they're younger and smarter and I, they're they're almost as good looking as us. They're there's close. no way there's is- <laughs> Like
4: You know, we try to balance it out so we have all ends of the spectrum. But we thank guys, you guys very much. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on. Oh right, man, it's going
2: to be a blast. Hey, I've had a great time. Thank you so much. All right. Uh we'll t- we'll
1: all talk right. to you Thanks, later guys. guys. Well, we had a blast with those guys, everyone. Anybody that uh, likes football, you know, go on, give those guys a shot. They sound great. They know what they're talking about. That's the Couch Quarterbacks. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook at Couch Quarterbacks. Um, they're on all the the major podcast networks. I can't recommend them enough, and I can't thank them enough for coming on. You know, you know us, we're the Tuesday Aftermath podcast. Uh, you know where you can get a hold of us and how to get in contact. But, uh, it's been a it's been a fun season. We got one big game left, and um, thanks everybody for listening. And um, take it away, Godzilla.